Welcome back to The Girl in the Gown. I'm your host, Lauren Rogers, and today's episode is going to be about the runway optional competition. I love this optional because it is a great opportunity for girls to show off their modeling skills on a real runway and be creative with a personalized routine to perform. This competition is very freeform as you get to choose your outfit and your routine to perform. Last year, I competed and won the runway optional at NAM Virginia and received a free entry to the international runway competition as well as a trophy and a credit for the All-American pageant. How cool is that? As always for this episode, I will be giving tips and tricks in three different areas of this competition, preparation, practice, and performance, and at the end of the episode, I'll have a checklist of things you might need to remember on the day of the competition. Before we jump in, I'd just love to say that I'm so honored that Nam has used my picture of me performing one of my actress takes in the featured section of Nam's actress pamphlet, giving you tips and advice and the general overview of the actress competition, so be sure to look out for me when that comes out in some of the magazines this year. There's such a wide variety of outfits that you can wear for this competition, so this varies from high lows, jumpsuits, cocktail dresses, having a detachable skirt slash cape, which is really popular. The only thing that's not allowed is swimsuits, so keep that in mind when you're picking out an outfit for this competition. So speaking of picking out an outfit, some of my favorite websites to pick out runway dresses are Ashley Renee's, Shopley Sedin, and other boutiques that sponsor the I Am Pageant Powerhouse. I've had some really great luck finding runway outfits through any of those websites, and I think you will too. So now that we've picked out an outfit, it's time to pick out your shoes. So my number one choice for shoes is heels, because once you learn to walk in four to five inch heels, your hips will naturally create this beautiful walk that is commonly seen on New York Fashion Week runways. And that's just something that is highly regarded in the runway competition. Remember that it takes time to break in heels as high as 4 to 5 inches. And it also takes effort to get comfortable walking in them too. A few years ago, my mom would have me do chores around the house in those heels. So this varies from vacuuming, dishes, laundry, etc. So I would actually get more comfortable wearing these high heels. And ever since, that has been my go-to method to get used to a new pair of heels, and I highly recommend it. So for runway last year, I had this blue iridescent dress that had a lot of movement and a lot of sparkle to it. So I ended up sticking with a minimal 3-inch silver heel for states. Then for internationals, I switched to a 4-inch nude diverse style by Sydney Dion chunky heel. This was to keep the judges focused more on my outfit and not on my feet. Remember that shoes can really make a statement, so if they're styled right, they can really pull an outfit together. So, in short, the judges are focused on your outfit and not your shoes the entire time, so it's best to stick with something that doesn't draw their attention away from what you're doing on stage. So, let's move on to accessories. As someone who doesn't like wearing dangly earrings, I was able to find a wide variety of comfortable clip-ons to wear from Stephanie Summers at Internationals, And I find that many girls reach for larger Stephanie Summers earrings to really frame your face, especially because they come in so many different colors and styles. They really can work with any outfit. Other than earrings, no other accessories are needed, as necklaces or bracelets can easily get caught on a cape or flowy train. Moving on to hair and makeup. 
So before the competition, you want to look up your desired makeup look. And if you do not have a scheduled makeup artist, I highly recommend practicing your makeup before the competition and experimenting with different styles. This optional is unique because anyone from any age division can wear age-appropriate makeup. So keep in mind that if your daughter is in a junior division, so that's princess through preteen, she is not allowed to wear makeup for any required competitions, only the optionals in which it is permitted. When it comes to hair, there are so many different styles that are popular. So this varies from slick back, high pony, the hair tucked look, and just having your hair flat ironed really works too. Again, the judges are mainly focused on your presence on stage and how well you model the outfit, not your hair. So one of my biggest tips is choosing a style that doesn't get in the way of your routine. So if you have a lot of spins choreographed, maybe you should reach for a slick back look or something along those lines. Again, look up your desired hairstyle if you do not have a scheduled hairstylist. I recommend practicing your hair before the competition, experimenting with different styles, gathering the products you need, etc. Moving on to the last part of preparation, your routine. Unless you already have a coach that has choreographed a routine for you, you're going to be making up your own routine. Keep in mind that if you're having a coach choreograph your routine, there might be tweaks to the routine. One thing to keep in mind for this competition is that there are no props allowed in the runway competition. Remember that you're being judged on how comfortably you model the outfit, not your personality on the runway. That's what makes this competition and casual wear different. Casual wear, you're modeling the outfit as well as your personality on stage. This is just modeling the outfit and your presence on stage, how well you can model that. To start picking out your routine, try looking up routines from past winners and compiling a list of moves that you'd like to incorporate into your routine. After you've compiled a list of moves that you want to incorporate into your routine, try them for yourself and point out what might need more practice and what you're already confident doing. Finally, look up the pattern that your state has for the runway. There are three stopping points on the runway. One at the back of the stage, one at the middle, and one at the front. Some states have a different order in which you're supposed to stop or walk through each marking, so make sure you create your routine around those points. Keep in mind that even though there are three required uh, stop or markings that you need to stop at a certain number of times or the general um, routine in which you're supposed to follow, you still can do things at those points or between those points. So last year, I spun in between the point at the front of the runway and the point at the middle of the runway, and that added a little bit of flair to my routine and set me apart from other people. As we wrap up preparation, we... Wrapping up preparation and moving on to self at all times during the routine and pick out things that might need help. When I'm practicing by myself, I like to practice in front of a full-length mirror to pick out things that I need to work on while seeing the routine in real time. But as always, videoing your... When practicing with somebody else, have them give you their opinion on what they think might needs work. It gives you a fresh set makes perfect runway music, as you're going to have music going while you're on the runway, so might as well practice how you're going to perform. 
When practicing, I recommend having upbeat music playing in the background. I practiced my routine to Bejeweled by Taylor Swift last year, as I'm a huge Swifty. Really anything by Rihanna, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, Shakira makes perfect. Also gives you a tempo to walk to, which is what your body does naturally when walking anyway. Different ways. It started from walking in the... I started practicing walking in a straight line in a multitude of different ways. I would start out by walking in the middle of the squares of tile at the grocery store, and then it led to me walking in the line of the hardwood floors in my house, and then I was able to do it on my own and it became a habit. The episode ends with a checklist of things to do right before and while you're on stage competing for the performance part of this episode. For the performance part of this episode, as always, our episode ends with a checklist of things to do right before and while you're on stage competing. I will that I've created to, okay, I'm actually just going to cut that a bit out. Before you go out on stage, well, before competing, I know heels can be kind of hard to walk in, okay. Make sure your shoes are easily accessible before competing. I know that runway heels are not the most comfortable and sometimes it's a long walk from your hotel room to the competition or wherever. Make sure all accessories are on and in place and take three deep breaths before you go out on the runway. Make sure all accessories are on and in place and make sure to follow my Instagram at the girl in the gown and stay tuned for my next episode. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the runway competition. If you like this episode, please be sure to follow my Instagram at the girl in the gown and stay tuned for my next episode.